Hello and welcome to the Trouble with the Snap podcast. I am Tyler Henry. On Anchor, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Uh, like the Facebook page as well. Look up the Trouble with the Snap podcast. We got some big news coming down here the next couple weeks regarding uh, this show. and uh, So be sure to keep your eye out as far as that goes. It, I'm really excited about it. Uh, the people who are uh, going to... Uh, be assisting me with uh, what we're doing. Uh, they're really excited about it as well, so uh, keep your eyes out there. Um, you can uh, use those uh, platforms to check out all of our other uh, position previews. We're wrapping that up today with the linebacker group at Michigan State. And uh, well, look, if uh, this show goes off the rails as quick as our pre-show conversation did, you guys are in for a treat. Let's just say that. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sean Vergoven with me from uh, the Spartans on the Banks podcast. Sean uh, starts tonight. I'm excited, even though I couldn't care less about the Vegas Raiders, who are going to finish fourth in the AFC West, despite a good team, or the Clemson Tigers list, Jacksonville Jaguars. So, I mean, if you want to call it football, you can call it football. Me, I'm going to wait until Hard Knocks to pronounce it the official start. <laughs> um Technically, a game of football, an official game of football is being played. So, it's football time. Just On like. a field worse than Heinz Field. It doesn't count. You might as well play in my backyard. Um, Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> or, excuse me, not Heinz Field anymore. It's a Maris or something like that. Something. something I don't know. It's an insurance agency, which is going to be great for all the torn ACLs. It's, it's, On, the, it's uh, the Hayward House. We'll just call it the Hayward House. Yeah. So. Yeah, that worked. That works. But, uh, yeah, we need to get going in this because I'm on my way over to my own version of a Hayward house. So <laughs> let's dive in. Look, we, we were kind of talking a little bit via text about uh, this linebacker group. Uh, I think we'll still see a lot of 4 because, look, that's just the way the evolution of football is. Um, yep. And that being said – even if you see four or three, I still think overall this is a very deep linebacker group. Yeah. Oh, it, it is. I would say so. I would say that this is the best position group we have on the team, hands down. Deepest. The single, the, yes. No, I would even say best. Deepest and best position group we have on the team. Over because defensive I, tackle. Over defensive tackle. Ooh. 100% over defensive tackle. So, because when I'm looking at defensive tackle, right, Maverick Hansen is on the second team. That that guy, he he's a good good player. Don't get me wrong; doesn't really move the needle for me, though, right? Okay. But when when you look at you have Ben Van Sumeren and Maya Maya Gaiote on the third team in the linebackers, Maya Gaiote moves the needle. He's like, yeah. this is a guy that I want to see on the field. Yeah, he's he's at least a good special teams player. And yeah. we'll break him down a little bit more as we go. Uh, let's take a look, though, at this uh, starting group. I mean, you know how we've done it. You've uh, been on this, these uh, oh, previews yeah. once or twice. So, look, obviously, I think the most sure thing is going to be Cal Halliday at Mike. I agree, 100%. Yep. Uh, you know, was a freshman last year, was an absolute stud last year, too. Had two pick sixes, including one to uh, seal the uh, the, the Peach Bowl, Bowl yep. win against Pitt. Um, and 
both off the same play too. You uh, sit there and you are same formation, same uh, look. You put both linebackers right over the center, and uh, he dropped back and jumped right in the passing lane on both of them. So I think the other one was against Indiana, but he. I think as a sophomore, he's just going to be that much more pivotal and that much more dangerous. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. I think so. Okay. So you said 100% guaranteed Cal Halliday at middle linebacker. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I could see packages where Cal Halliday is on the sidelines and you have the two transfers, Jacoby Jacoby, uh, Winman and Aaron Brule, on the field. So, because don't get me wrong, love Cal Halliday. He, we call him the Water Boy. He's got no no fluff. There's no neck roll. There's no gloves. No nothing. Kids out there in jersey and pads and rocking it. But when you look at when you look at what the game has evolved to, does he have the athleticism to stick with those five five star wide receivers or that four star tight end? I don't know. We haven't really seen him have to do that. And the only film we have on it is Ohio State, which was an embarrassment for everybody on the team. So you can't really say, oh, Cal Halliday didn't do his part because everybody got embarrassed in that game. Yeah, so here's my, here's my thing, though. I think, I, think he's, I think he is a guaranteed thing because he, he knows the defense as well as anybody. I think, uh, I think there's other specialties that uh, the other guys do well, and you don't – well, you don't technically need him to man up. He's got that ability to still play zone against those types of teams. And so I, I think he's one of those guys who I, I don't care. what. Here's the thing. This is the most confusing position, and we'll get into that in a second. Um, if you're looking for three, uh, you know, things get even more interesting. But I think Cal Halliday is a lock um, in regard to being a starter on the team. I think he'll see more snaps than anybody at the linebacker position. Okay. Um, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you. Not disagreeing with you on that. I just don't know if we see it, if it's that much more. Yeah. The second most sure thing, I think it's Jacoby Winman. Uh, you know, and th- this is where things start to get interesting because he can also kind of, he's also a good pass rusher off the edge as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I think Jacoby Winman has, if you're looking at a four, three set, which they're saying they're going to switch to, I don't know necessarily if I believe them because Malik Hall has been supposed to be playing small forward for about three years. And, uh, you know, you always hear that type of stuff from coaches. Oh yeah, we're going to do this. And it never freaking happens. <laughs> so I, I don't know how much we'll see a four, three, but I think Jacoby Winman is going to be uh, the second linebacker, and I think he's going to see more reps at that linebacker spot than uh, anybody not named Cal Halliday. Yeah, I think. Well, I, I agree. Like he's coming, he's coming out of uh, UNLV um, mm-hmm. with what is it? He had the most. He had the most uh, hurries out of any linebacker last year. I think it was quarterback yeah. hurry. So the kid, the kid is a sack machine. Um, so I absolutely agree. Like he's probably not coming off the field. He's got one job, go find ball, go get ball. Um, that, and he's going to be phenomenal at that. So not disagreeing, not disagreeing there. I do believe that those are our two starters to start the season. Yep. If, uh, you look at the third spot, it gets 
even more interesting because you mentioned Aaron Verlet, and they also moved Darius Snow to the linebacker spot. And he, I, I'm thinking Snow starts. And I know you disagree, and I'll let you have your moment. But I think Snow starts just because the we've talked about the evolution of the game. And he is a guy who can go get it in coverage. He he can cover as well as anybody, and he also has no qualms about playing at the line of scrimmage. I don't see this as a 4-3 or a 4-2-5. I see this as a 4-2-4 and Darius Snow. That's how <laughs> I look at it. I, okay. I, I, I honestly believe that. And, you know, they asked – uh, asked him today about playing the linebacker position and you know the difference from playing that or nickel or whatever else and he said he, they said do you view yourself as a linebacker and he says I think he's an athlete and that's what he is and he is that yes. rover he's that Eric Smith or Darian Adams type role I think he can absolutely hammer at home at any position but I think the way the game has spread out you know, if it's a four-three, and then somebody in the tight end breaks off, uh, breaks off uh, the tackle and goes into the slot, he's the guy who can follow him, and so I think he just gives you that extra dimension, and I think that's why he ends up starting. Okay, um, I I I do disagree. That's not to knock Darius Snow in any way, shape, or form. Um, Aaron Brule though, was brought in to be a, to be a starter for us. Um, and I believe he, I believe he will be. Um, he, he was brought in. He's produced at the Power 5 level. With, but where I don't see Aaron Brule necessarily beating out Darius Snow is against a team like, let's say, Purdue, right? Where Purdue runs some weird-ass stuff with all of their players – on the field. So they're not going to rotate. They're not going to pull off Rondell Moore. Just going back a couple of years. They're not going to pull off Rondell Moore. They're going to move him to a tight end position and run some weird ass thing with them. Darius Snow, like you said, gives uh, gives that defense the ability to shadow a guy like, like Rondell Moore, who's just being all over the field. Or um, Jabril Peppers for Michigan when he was on offense, right? He, he was an offensive player. They just kind of put him wherever, and he did something. Darius Snow would be that version on defense. He's the guy that can, like you said, line up against the tight end, line up against the wide receiver, and go tackle a running back. They moved him to linebacker just because it, it is out of that linebacker position. It's not as far off the ball as the quarterback and the safety. So moving him to linebacker, it's just the natural evolution of what they want him to do. Not to mention, Aaron Brule and Jacoby Winman are both graduate and seniors, so they're gone after this year anyway. This gives you Cal Halliday and Darius Snow as your starters going into next year as a senior and a junior with Mayo Gaiote being a, being a solid backup as, as a junior next year. Yeah, and I look, Brule can start like certain games. I can see, you know, things like Wisconsin. Uh-huh. And stuff like that. I I think it might just it might just be a matchup game too, though. And like I said, that's where it gets interesting with this position because I think Snow's every bit as good as he is as Brule is, and you know, things. And so that that's kind that's kind of where I stand with it because you look 
coverage from the linebacker position was a massive issue last year with uh, mm-hmm. Cravaris Crouch. And so I I think they need to shore that up, especially when you look at tight ends who are going to see the ball a lot, like in Eric All. And so you, you've got to be able to stick with your man in coverage now. Just like I said, it's the evolution of the game. And I, I think Snow offers that. If you look at the backups, obviously Snow or Brule is going to be one of the backups. So yeah. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to call that a win. You talked about uh, Gayoate, and I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. Probably uh, not, but neither am I. But I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, and then you uh, look at Ben Van Sumeren, who was a – I, he was a transfer candidate, I think, for a little bit before he decided he, to come back. Yeah, he threw his name in the and, portal and then came back. Yep, and I think the same with uh, Ma as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was only in for like a week, though, or yeah. less. Yeah, but, I mean, do those count as uh, transfer portal takes for Mel Tucker? Because if it does, that's really, really impressive. Um, uh, but that, that's rumor does because he transferred from Michigan. Yeah, and that's always a win. Yep. Um, let's. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Yep. Uh, I was well, wrong. The, the only two guys left at at the linebacker spot are uh, Carson nope. Castile and Forvarian Carter, and they're red, nope. they're redshirt freshmen. I, I I forgot one. Who? It was Itavian Brown. I knew I was uh, forgetting. I knew I would forget somebody. Yeah, you but did. You, he can also play that. He can also play that rush edge spot, but at the same time, I'm not sure how much that's going to be there with Bogle on one end, Petrowski, and then you have uh, Fletcher and Brandon Wright, guys who do need to see the field. But it's nice to have those guys like Winman who can get up on the edge, and like like Brown who can get up on the edge when you don't have a lot of other depth at that defensive end spot, which is something we talked about in that preview. Yeah, I think I think they're planning on using Tank Brown on the on the edge as an edge rusher though. He may go yeah. from the he may go from a stand up position, but I don't think he I don't think they're looking for him to drop back into coverage or anything. They're looking for him to be on the line. Yep. Yeah. So i when you look at that group though, like that's seven guys on and like I said, they're saying four three, who knows what we'll see because like I said, coaches aren't always forthright and ideas may work, no. but then when you get into fall camp, you know, you start to look at things and you're like, yeah, you know, maybe this isn't going to work as well as I hoped. And so if it's a, if it goes back to a four, two, five, you've got seven linebackers that I'm comfortable seeing on the field. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, when we, so I think, I think both of us would have been absolutely fine with, Cal Halliday, um, Darius Snow, and Mayo Gaete being our like top three linebackers, right? But and that, at the end of last season, and then they go out and get they get Winman and Brule out of the portal, which you know those guys immediately jump everybody but Cal Halliday. So the coaches looked at this and they go, "Hey, Mayo Gaete may be fantastic for us, but is he ready for a starting role next year? Probably not. Let's go get some guys." And they didn't. They didn't just go get. Hey, we need bodies. We need somebody who can stand on the field. They went and they got. They got some ballers, man. 
And I think that's why I think with the seven guys, two positions, this is our best and deepest group on the team. Hands yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah, it, it should be uh, a lot of fun to watch. I, and obviously, you know, you look at the pressures, and I think that's a big thing that is going to end up having to happen. Uh, you know, and th- this was a stat that I brought up uh, when we did our defensive line preview with Chris, is you have a guy who you could uh, – excuse me, you have a guy in – a. Slade eating up the middle between him and Ponishuk, those two were third in the nation as far as pass rushing duos. Obviously, Ponishuk was gone and he attributed the majority of that number. But Slade was the only defensive tackle on the list. With guys like Winman, with Bogle being a transfer, and with guys like Tank Brown, I, I think you open up that pass rushing ability. And I think another thing you do, if you do end up maybe switching over to that four, three position, which I think that's part of the reason they were talking about trying to get so much pressure on the quarterback is in switching to the four, three is the four, three allows you to be more attack than react. And if you put snow there as well, that gives you just a bunch of speed off the edge. So you have that ability to mix it up. You have that ability to play that four-two-five. You have that ability to be a four-three with Snow and Windman sitting on the edge, and then all of a sudden you drop it back to a four-two-five and end up with an additional defensive back, and you can go like full prevent if you need to. It this the versatility of this linebacking group in regards to what Windman brings as a pass rusher, what Snow brings as a cover guy what Brown brings as an edge rusher, the versi- that versatility has me really excited about this. Oh, yeah, and, and, and me too. And I think when I, say, when I say deepest and best, that's what I'm referring to is there uh, – so um, I'm, tr- I'm just trying to think, right? Like uh, let's – Max Bola, one of my favorite linebackers of all time, right, at yeah. Michigan State. The guy could. The guy he was never asked to cover anybody, and he he didn't he didn't really have coverage skills. And so when it was a clearly passing down, you know, they would pull him off for I think it was Taiwan Jones or someone. Like yeah, they would they'd pull him off Jones for somebody. Or who, play Mike. Yeah, they would they would pull him off for somebody who had that kind of coverage ability. And Ellsworth, even Ellsworth, yeah. and Ellsworth wasn't a great coverage guy, but. You will go back and you can watch the end of the TCU game. Ellsworth was the one making the plays, not yeah. Bola. Exactly. And now you look, and so when you look at this, there isn't that guy that, oh, you're like, oh, yeah, hey, clear passing down. We need to pull this guy off. We need to put this guy on. Are there people that they would prefer to have out there on passing downs? Absolutely. But as far as being able to co- effectively execute the scheme and get stops, this entire linebacking core, the top seven, are capable of executing. So it, it brings that versatility. Like yeah, you're saying, you're not going to be caught with 10 guys on the field giving up, you know, a 30-yard touchdown. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and I think the ability to – yeah, and the ability to put guys out there. I mean, 4-2-5, you think, oh, five defensive backs, that takes away, you know, an extra at least 5% of the field. Um. And it, 
gives you that opportunity to play a lot more coverage in a lot more in coverage situations. But in when you switch to a four three, maybe that opens things up for the offense to just shred what was a worst secondary in the nation last year. But if you're attacking, you're taking away time from the quarterback. And yeah. you're allowing Amir Speed, who's six foot twenty, to play even tighter <laughs> than he would in typical situations and he would in like prevent type situations and things like that. So I think the entire change of the scheme or the announced change, because I got to see it first. I'm a skeptic. What can I say? Yeah. yeah I mean, y'all, y'all heard me during Mel Tucker's first year. Um, I think the change to the scheme is to help the defensive backs, but having the depth to do it, and the ability to do it in so many different ways, whether you want to put Brown and Winman in there and rush six, or you want to put Snow out there and just kind of see what happens. You want to load the box with Brule. You can do all of those things, and you still have Cal Halliday rocking up the middle. This this group is deep, but until we started talking about it now, I didn't realize how important it was to the defensive backs you know this is just something that kind of came up in our conversation Mm -hmm. and you start to realize like you know what this could completely change what we think of well ronald williams gets crapped on even though i think he uh, got at least decent last year um this may change the way we think of this entire secondary is because of these three guys and then obviously 64 eating up most of the meat up the middle because that opens things up for Cal Halliday as well. If you want to bring that pressure, yeah, you're gonna well, have I mean, two. You're gonna have two guys on either slate or borrow. You're not gonna be able to get to the second level, and that's gonna clear things for Cal. Yeah, if you can, if you can get pressure rush, rushing six, rushing six, you, no, you're not gonna give up a ton of points. Because yeah. everybody is covered, and especially with what we brought, like we talked about on the secondary episode, with what the experience that they're bringing back on the secondary, then you got the the coverage ability on the linebacker core. If you can get if you can get pressure with five or six, and you're making that quarterback uncomfortable, you got a lot of wins in your future. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, the versatility of the group because Winman, I know we keep talking about him. Pass rusher, pass rusher, pass rusher because of his stats. He's more than that. And like I said, it's just one of those situations where you're loaded at the position. You have weapons. It's also one of those concerns of mine, kind of like how everyone always refers to the running back role at any football uh, team that has a position battle there. Oh, You're yeah. looking at hot hand. I don't want to see that type of garbage. I, I want to see solidified starters. And if that includes my boy Darius Snow coming off the bench, then so be it. I yeah. I want to see the I want to see locked in starters. Yeah, you can't you can't do a oh, we're gonna ride the hot hand with and I don't even I don't hate it with running back, but I'm definitely not a fan of it. That's for dang sure. Um, I don't think it's like the end all be all 
Because there are some days, I mean, we both play fantasy football. There are some days where your running back just is, or your quarterback just is not feeling it. They're just Mm -hmm. not there. And so, okay, I got it. Sure. But I like, you need solidified starters. You need someone, you need those starters that are going to hold people accountable because that middle linebacker, that is the quarterback of the defense. He needs to think of when we had our best defenses. It was Max Bulla, Joe Bocci, uh, it was Riley Bola. It was it was the guys in the middle that knew and understood every assignment across the board, and they could get people in. Uh, the Panthers are the NFL just posted a clip like it was like a week and a half ago or something. Luke Keekley losing his dang mind because nobody on the Panthers defense was in the right spot, and he's like trying to get everybody in the spot. And I mean, it went for like a forty-five yard gain because. Nobody was right. And Luke Higley's like trying to get people there, but you have people that just, that you have players that just are not, not where they need to be. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so big. And that's why I think Cal Halliday's locked in as uh, that starter. Um, and you also factor in the rest of the experience. I think it makes Cal's job easier because you have Slade and Barrow up the middle who just work really, really well together. Petrowski on one end, Bogle uh, may end up an issue, and through no fault of his own, he's new to the program. But I'm just saying, in reference to younger guys, because if if it is a knowledge situation, put Snowing instead of Relay. You know what I mean? Because he understands the game. Cal understands it. The defensive backs are going to be fine where they line up. They all know what they're doing given their experiences. And so I think that makes Cal's job easier, but I think at the same time, you still do have to do some of that quarterbacking. And I think he's uh, the perfect guy to do it. And so I, like I said, I'm, I'm excited about this group. I'm excited about the versatility. Uh, I like the ability to mix things up. If you want, if you want to go three, four, you can do three, four. Yeah. That's, that, that's how much versatility you have because you can still put a guy like Slade. You could probably play Slade as a 3-4 end, put Barrow in the middle, and then Brandon right out there to rush the passer. And then you got four linebackers in like Winman on one end, Snow on the other, and Brule and Cal in the middle. Like that's the type of thing that I'm thinking. You can do literally everything – because of the versatility, what this uh, linebacker group brings to you. But, uh, yeah, we uh, – I think that's a wrap. We're going yep. to do a couple more preview things, some over-under stuff and everything else as we get a little bit closer. Any breaking news, any stuff that comes down the wire, like I said, uh, just follow us. We'll be sure to talk about it. You want to talk about the NF Tucks? Um. I I'll, just, I'll think I think they're the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah, that that was uh, that was the most disappointing eight thirty announcement in the world. I I know. I, I, I was know. expecting something big. I like the SD for L drop, but man, the rest <laughs> the NFTs with Tucker. Um, like, I love you, Tuck, but I'm not paying for a digital picture. And NFT NFTs well, are the dumbest thing in the world because you know. Dave Az is still a function. Yeah. So. Um, anyways, yeah. I digress. But uh, 
yeah, and like I said, we got some big news coming here on Trouble with the Snap podcast, and uh, we're excited to get all of that stuff out to you. So th- this this will be a service. This is a serviceable announcement. This isn't the Tucker thing um, with the NFTs. We're, I mean, Trouble with the Snap's not going to have an NFT NFTs. on you, man. I'm going to drop kick you. So you can leave the foreign land of Arizona. Listen, it's beautiful in the Valley of the Sun. It's just 110 degrees. It's beautiful here. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm good with my 85 right now. But uh, <laughs> because I'm going to be able to feel that shift in football season, and that, that's one of the things that I absolutely love. But, yeah, we'll like I said, we'll bring that to you when uh, we get the details sorted out. I think we're closer than even I believe that we are and some other people. But that being said, I'm – stoked about this news but stick with us like i said anchor apple podcast spotify like the facebook page share the content we appreciate you guys for sean vergover and i'm tyler hayward this is the trouble with the snap all right